What is the best university ever? Welcome to Iowa, where you can write your own story. Choose from over 200 areas of study, including a dozen programs ranked in the top 10. Roll up your sleeves and try something new. You never know where it might take you. This story is written, directed, and produced by you. Learn more at uiowa.edu. Blog Talk Radio. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a new steel. Viva Las Vegas! It is Viva Las Vegas and we're live here on a Tuesday. Welcome in May 8th. 2018. I'm your host, the big man on campus here, filling in for Blackjack Fletcher. Blackjack Fletcher on location in Las Vegas, doing his thing, uh, doing some things out there. He's not able to call in, so I got you covered over the next uh, hour and a half or so here. Uh, we'll uh, talk uh, with you, take your calls, have some sports talk, and uh, enjoy the fun along the way. Uh, I do have a special guest, and listen, I want to tell a little story here. So, when I first started in this business, now, I've been betting for a long time, but when I first really started getting into this business about five years ago, six years ago, my father said to me, hey, you know, you like to do shows, you like to talk, why don't you do a podcast? And I thought to myself, well, I don't really know how to, and I'm not really good at it, and I did like the morning announcements in high school, but I was never like a big podcast guy, but, and that's when no one did podcasts, so I got this thing called Spreaker, I started doing a show, and I had a good friend from high school named Ryan that, you know, at the time... Um, we would, you know, we'd see each other once in a while. He worked, I worked, I was when I had a regular job and, um, he would come over on Saturdays and we would record this show, uh, weekly. Uh, it was a weekly thing. It was, uh, just about sports. It was, you know, just kind of lame and no one really listened to it. But, um, now I'm here and many years later, I have my own shows and paid to do content now, but Ryan joins me. Ryan, you've been a friend of mine since high school. You've called into our show before. And I thought who better to have, you know, Join me today and have some fun with us here on the show. How you doing, man? What's up? I'm doing awesome, dude. Hey, every great story has a beginning, and uh, right, you know right. you have. You, I mean, you have to start somewhere. I mean, so uh, for you and 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 myself, when, when I was helping you with it, uh, I mean, that's how it started. I mean, we just did a little show that. Uh, I mean, I don't even think at the time twenty to fifty people listened to it. Um, yeah. And and then here you are now doing uh, doing some big things. So no, I think you're totally right. I mean, it's you know I remember when we first started that it was like I remember we remember we'd record and like an hour into the show we found out it wasn't even live or something. It was like we had redo <laughs> yep, it all yep. over again. It, it was just a complete mess. But um, again, I mean, you've been my friend for a long time, and we've done shows before, so it's obviously pretty easy for us. But you know, obviously on this show, Ron, you've listened to it before. Um, you know, we'll talk about all sorts of things. And again, we'll relive some of the moments you and I've had over the years uh, as far as doing the show. And obviously Ryan is, you know, you know, he's doing his own thing. He's got his own job now and all this stuff, but you know, he was always there to help me when I first uh, was going on. And a lot of people know Ryan, a lot of people follow him on Twitter. You know, a lot of the same listeners that I've had for, 
many years still listen to the show. So um, you know, if you're out there, you want to catch up, say hello to Ryan, give a call. I know people are out there. But obviously the number, give us a call anytime. Uh, we already have some people on the line here, uh, 917-889-3290. Again, 917-889-3290. Uh, we are sponsored by the great folks. We're presented by the Action Network. Obviously, the Action Network doing some big things right now. Blackjack Fletcher doing some things over there, uh, doing some on-location stuff for them. Uh, they are, are doing some good things right now in the uh, sports information business. Make sure you check Action Network out um, when you get a chance. Uh, also, the phone line, sponsored by the great folks at Southtown 101, a place Blackjack and I frequented when we were in San Antonio. They hosted us. We had a great time, great food. Uh, Ryan, what a great place. Great beer, breakfast, burgers. Sounds like a great place, doesn't it? A fountain. It's just a, a beautiful burger with a beard. <laughs> good, doesn't it? Absolutely. You and I both both uh, enjoy our, our good food. That's no secret. Just look at our uh, look at our avatar <laughs> pictures. You, you, hey, you'll know why. You'll notice. And, you know, they took care of us down there. If you're ever, you're ever in the mood for a little getaway, you want to go to a city, you might not want to go to a beach, you kind of want to see some history, or just go to a cool little town. San Antonio is a nice place to go, catch a Spurs game, maybe go see the Alamo, go to the Riverwalk. Good place for a date. You want to take a girl somewhere, your first trip, or maybe you live in Texas and you're looking for a – you go to San Antonio a lot. Go check out the people at Southtown 101, 101 Parade Street in San Antonio. Ask for Jeff uh, and let them know Jeff and Blackjack sent you. Um, they'll uh, take care of you for sure. A lot of people down there, good people. You know, Amanda, the waitresses, all the waiters and the – Cook staff, everybody down there, very good people. Uh, Ryan, look, a lot going on tonight, man. Baseball's in full strength. How about a no-hitter? We have a no-hitter tonight. And it's amazing how no-hitters have been frequently happening in the game. I mean, uh, James Paxton yep. is the latest no-hitter tonight. Goes 99 pitches. This Toronto Blue Jay team sucks, so it's not surprising to me at all that they laid down and you know, took it in uh, you know, took it in the behind. They didn't. They didn't do much of anything in this game. They don't have much in the way of hitters to begin with. I mean, you look at this team from top to bottom. I mean, you know, Baltista's long gone. Uh, Tulowitzki had pretty good numbers against uh, Paxton tonight, and I kind of thought maybe he'd uh, you know get something going here. But you know, this is a bad team, the Blue Jays. Um, I know they haven't really played like it, but they don't have a very good lineup. And, and you look at tonight, um, they had no success, Ryan, against Paxton. A nice no-hitter for the big maple, as they call him, yep. uh, James Paxton. Yep from British uh, Columbia. Um, No-hitters are becoming more and more frequent, Ryan. Yeah, they are. And it's funny you, you, you say that about him um, uh, being from Canada, only the second Canadian-born player to, to pitch a no-hitter. Uh, you'd have to go all the way back to uh, 1945 uh, when Dick Fowler of the Philadelphia Athletics, remember they were the Athletics, not the Phillies in that time, uh, as the only other Canadian player to throw a no-hitter. So, uh, pretty cool stuff there by the big maple, like you said. Uh, as far as the hitters go, um, yeah, and I'll be honest, I don't like the fact that they've become very uh, – they're like the norm anymore. I mean, it's not like you don't get surprised when they happen. And I remember when – I mean, you only have to go back 10, 15 years when, when we were, you know, in high school and middle school and even our younger days when, I mean, no hitters were a big deal. And, I mean, you know, when that would happen, I mean – that's, I mean, that was, I mean, what did it happen? Maybe once, maybe twice throughout the season back then? Now there's. Well, the, the problem is right four, now, I mean, I mean you, at baseball as a whole, I mean, you're, you're looking at historic strikeout numbers right now. I mean, you, you look at this year currently, I mean, there's been more strikeouts than hits. Um, and and yeah. you got to ask yourself, 
um, that is that going to change? I mean, you look at this year, Ryan. Okay, um, and if and this is just in April, according to Elias, who does Sports Bureau uh, stat information, six thousand six hundred fifty-six strikeouts. Now in April, there were only six thousand three hundred sixty hits. Um, batters struck out last year twenty-one point six percent of their plate appearances. That was an all all-time record. Uh, this season, it's already up to twenty-two point six in one month. Um, you also look at the fact that, um, you know, the, the league-wide, um, you know, baseball average as far as, a per, you know, per player, 245. Very low, lowest since 1972. But then, Brian, you look, though, at the first year Major League Baseball instituted its league-wide drug policy, um, that was done in six, 269. So players are hitting almost 25 points lower uh, than they were during that time. So we could knock people on strike. That's all we want. But the game was a lot funner back then. Um, it, a lot going on tonight. We're going to get to all of it, Ryan. Keep in mind, we'll talk more baseball. We've got a lot to talk about. Right. Uh, we'll get right. to baseball. we got games going on progress right now. Good game up in the Bronx right now uh, between the New York Yankees and the uh, Boston Red Sox. Yankees are maintaining a lead, 3-2, top nine, Chapman in to close it out. Uh, we'll get to some other games here as well. Uh, we also will talk a little NFL fantasy. Ryan's a strength is NFL. We'll chat a bit, little bit about impact players that from the draft that we think maybe can make a difference We're about two weeks out uh, since the draft. Uh, we'll talk NBA as well. Can the Sixers stave off elimination? Question is, um, what are the Utah Jazz doing? Um, they have lost. The game is over, uh, and the game went over the number. Houston is through to the next round. Question is, will the Pelicans put up a fight tonight? I got to tell you, I grabbed, Ryan, last night. I went back to the well one more time and took over 226. I've been burned the last two games on these overs. I went over 226. According to many people, this is a sharp play tonight. It's up to 229 and a half. It hit 230 at one point. I need points in this game. We'll see what happens. We'll keep abreast. But I want to get your opinion a little bit later on the Philadelphia 76ers. They're obviously uh, down 3-1, but – People in this city are, are majorly excited uh, and think that they're going to come back. I'll tell you why. Let's get into that. We'll start with that, Ryan. Tomorrow, obviously, big game for the Sixers. They're a favorite, which it's a Sixer line if you kind of look into those things. Um, if they went tomorrow, um, that's going to be very, very interesting because Boston has not been a good road team, Ryan. Yeah. Um, you One game at a time. I mean, that's that, that's obviously – uh, the way they have to address it. And when I was on the show the other night, I, I talked about how at that point, I mean, realistically, that series should have been 2-1 in favor of the Sixers. I mean, I had enough with these collapse and the late turnovers in game three. So um, I, I'm okay with where the Sixers are at. Yeah, sucks are down 3-1. to one. Can they come back? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think Boston is any sort of – Jug or not, I don't think anyone else would would uh, agree with that um, or disagree with that. I should say. So, um, you know, get one get one tomorrow night um, on the road, and then you come back home uh, and try to force Game Seven and Game Six. So, um, I like the way things stand. And like you said, Sixers line tomorrow night. They've been favored in every playoff game this year. Right. It hasn't necessarily worked out for them either. And there's been some weird numbers in these playoffs. Uh, but if you look into the, is this a Sixer line or not, that is a Sixer line. The whole world likes the Celtics. They know they're very good at home. 
Um, you know, generally, if a team's going to hang around, they might win a game, and that's going to be it. Um, this is a big game for the Boston Celtics. And look, I've been on record as saying um, I don't think the Sixers are going to win this series. If they do, obviously, I'd be very happy. I've been very turned off by this team, uh, but um, obviously, you know, I'm a Sixer fan since I've been born, and I'd I'd like to see them do well. But there's a lot of things they need to fix. You got to keep McConnell in the game. He was very good last night. I need to see Ben play with a little bit more toughness. He, again, had a lot of turnovers last night, and Bede is mixing it up. And Bede just needs to get down in the paint and play his goddamn game. Um, limit offensive rebounds, that was a bit of a problem. And, look, I, I need, you, you know, keep, keep playing defense. Obviously, keep trying to you – know, let them have the open shots. Let Aaron Bain shoot threes. Let, let him do it. I, who cares? He's not going to make them. Um, this is not um, – this is a team, Ryan, that, look, really could be up 3-1. If they had any sort of uh, ability to not turn a ball over, there was some coaching moves made that um, you know they didn't make. If they could have just did some of those things, um, I mean, let's be real. I mean, other than game one, has Boston played that well? Not really. They were down big yeah. in game two. Um, Sixers yeah. kind of pissed that away. Uh, game three, um, Sixers should have won. And in game four, they didn't play well either. So, you know – when we say that you know, the Sixers should be up three one, they, they really should be. Really, I mean, I think you look at I it. think the the big thing with this series in the games that because the Sixers only win one game, but in and then in game two when they blew a big lead, the common denominator with those games are this team needs to have those role players play well. You see, they win yesterday. Sarge has a nice game. McConnell has a nice game. I mean, it's been one. One, maybe, two maybe two big big games big, from like games maybe from a like Simmons or an Embiid, and everyone else is just irrelevant. So they need mm-hmm. those role players to continue to step it up and, and, and play well tomorrow. Well, Sarch was very good last night. Uh, McConnell was very good last night. Um, they need to obviously play well. Look, look, I'm not asking Covington to give me 15 points. Give me nine points. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Give me nine points. Give me four or five rebounds. Do something of a semblance defensively. Something. That's all I'm asking. Um, let's get to some calls. We got a few people waiting here. Uh, if you want to join us, I'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. Nine one seven eight eight nine thirty two ninety. I'm on with my boy Ryan, who, uh, as I said, uh, we've been friends since what, Ryan? Uh, you know, late, late junior. You know, what so, freshman year? I mean, I've always knew yeah, you, but I, I just, yeah, we, just we went to year. different. Yeah, we went to different middle schools, but. Um, either right. way, uh, Ryan's been a good friend of mine for many years. We've lived together at one point. Um, you know, he's like a brother to me. Uh, you, you, that, you, you've been like a brother to me, uh, as uh, Robert De Niro said in, in Meet the Parents. Uh, let's get to some calls here. Um, also, by the way, um, Dylan Bundy quickly did something tonight that I've never seen and we've never seen. Dylan Bundy, Ryan, gave up four home runs before recording an out. Uh, quite yep. amazing. Um, the Royals absolutely pound. Uh, the, the Orioles, this Orioles team, so I bad. would be surprised. This is the kind of game, Ryan, frankly, that um, I think gets you fired. Uh, I could see Buck Showalter being shown the door pretty quickly. Um, he's yeah. a bad coach at this point. Uh, he's a lame duck. Might be time to move on. Let's get to some calls here. Um, uh, be patient. We'll get to you here. Uh, caller, what's up? Big big man and Ryan, how's it going? It's a day two foes. Got to tell uh, you, I was uh, – Day two falls believer. Listen, it's time that you just bend over and take it, bro. Um, you've been dead wrong it. completely on Robert Covington, and it's time that you, um, you know, take what's coming to you. 
Hey, listen, that's why I'm on the phone here because he has been absent. When you have T.J. McConnell on 29 possessions last uh, last night matched up against Rozier, he allowed one point. One exactly. point. Good, good call. That's an embarrassment. How about that? By the way, shout out to the high-level defender, Covington, who, listen, um, day two, I think it's important to mention, I, and you're a Covington guy, and, and Ryan is – I don't – Ryan, you're not a Covington guy, right? You don't, you aren't, right? I was before he got that contract. Yeah, I think I think we all generally liked uh, Co- Covington, but you know, I think we all kind of wondered where the hell this guy came from. But listen, day two, I think it's important to mention. And, Ryan, I want to make this clear. This guy, day two, he's a big Eagle fan. He's a Philly guy. Um, but nice. we, we have to mention, explain to me, day two, how Robert Covington ever got the um, the – he's a defensive Stallworth kind of player because I don't know if you know this, but in the top 50 defenders in the league, do you happen to know where Robert Covington is? Uh, I don't know the exact number. Uh, I actually got roasted. You wouldn't have to know because he's not on it. (laughs) So let me just, just, so Covington take on Twitter and Twitter went off on me. I had people in my mentions talking about how, you know everything that I've pretty much said. And I went back and I did my research, right? Looked at some of the numbers, and you know it was impressive. I don't think it warranted the contract. He kind of got that because he started off the season bombing threes, right? I mean, we thought he was going to be more of a lockdown shooter, but he is absent. He needs to see. He needs to see less time. TJ needs to see more time. And why the hell isn't our number one draft pick on the court? He can switch. He can switch. I just, because, I just don't get it. I don't get what Brett Brown's doing. I'm not a fire Brett Brown okay. guy, but I don't know what he's doing. I'm going to tell you why he's not on the court. Because he's not mentally there right now. It's a confidence thing with him. And that's from reliable people that are in the locker room every day. He, he's not, there's nothing physically wrong with Markel Fultz. He doesn't, he's not ready to play. Uh, and that's gotcha. pretty disgusting and pathetic, but – um, that's the truth of the matter. And, Ryan, you and I have talked about, you know, their failed draft picks in the past. And let's be real. They've completely bottled uh, a lot of picks. I mean, from, you know, Embiid is a good pick, obviously. You have Ben Simmons. They fell in your lap, though. Let's go back years to Sam Dallenberg, terrible pick. Evan Turner, terrible pick. Jaleel Okafor, terrible pick. I mean, you know, continuously. I mean, Andre Guadalla, I mean, that was a good pick. But it was, you know, I, I, I don't look at Andre Guadalla. Noel. Right, good, another good one. Yeah, there. Sean Bradley. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of bad picks by this team. I mean, this team took Rodney Carney for Christ's sake, 16th uh, at one point. I mean, get the hell out of here, Rod. Keith Van Horn. I mean, just dreadful picks. Uh, um, they're Keith not. Van Horn. Yeah, it, it's just you know hey, it's look, a disgusting race that we have to see this guy sit on the bench. And you look at Tatum on the other side. Tatum's going to be a star in this league. I I really hope. I really hope that that uh, he does not pan out, but that's just because I'm a Sixer fan, right? Hey, just real quick, because I don't, I, I know you got other callers here, but ha- like I'm kind of upset tonight because Chris Paul has made it in the finals. I'm really upset. I enjoyed those jokes. I enjoyed bashing that man. Uh, I'm upset that he's, you know, he's in the finals. I don't think they're going to stand a chance against this Golden State team. I mean, this game. First four minutes, there were six total points. Jeff, you're looking pretty good on that over. It's getting up there. But um, the, the one thing I wanted to touch on was that Paxton. So, Ryan, you made a comment that he was the second Canadian pitcher ever to pitch 
a no-hitter, but he was the first uh, first Canadian pitcher to pitch a no-hitter in Canada. So I just wanted to pretty, throw that little juicy, nice. juicy tidbit out. Nice. See, that's you know, there's only one team, so it's it's not like there's many chances to do it really. But that's um that's a that's a great point by you. Yeah, he's from British Columbia. Nice little story there. So you have literally Ryan and and Dave. Do you have literally the greatest? You have a no hitter, which is the really big peak for a pitcher, and you have a guy tonight that made history in other levels by giving up four home runs and and not recording an out. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh. Well, hey, listen, you guys have a good night. Thanks for taking my call. Always love this stuff, and I'll, I'll keep listening. Thanks for calling, Dacey. Appreciate it, buddy. Take it easy. Thanks, buddy. Um, also, uh, Brian, um, I think it's important to mention uh, – actually, you know what? I'll save this because I have a feeling we're going to get back to it. But, uh, but, yeah, you know, he makes, he makes you know, points that everyone wants to make. I mean, everyone in this city and in the world knows that Robert Covington's struggling right now. I don't want to see him continue to get minutes. I like Ilyasova's defensive, defensively, personally. Um, over him right now, um, he's just been really hard to watch a lot. At the, at yeah, other, the other than the, other than the game too, where he, where he went off for twenty two. I mean, he's put up one, one, and three points in the other three games in the series. Which I mean, you you look at that and you just I, I mean, you can't you can't you can't feel bad for the guy. I mean, yeah, it sucks that everyone's riding him, but when you get a contract like that. You need to step up to the plate. You need to continue to play well, and especially in the playoffs. I mean, Christ, you got to give something a little bit more than that. So if you're not going to do it offensively, at least do it on the defensive end where you're supposed to, quote, unquote, be a defensive guy, um, and you're just not seeing it. Having a lot of trouble with the the kind of the speed of of Boston in this series. Um, You're seeing a lot of blow-bys around Covington, so – um, you know, maybe it's just a, a matchup kind of thing in this series. Um, yeah, it's it's a shame. Yeah, it's been ugly from him. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines here. Uh, caller, you're live. That guy tries every night, and he what waits on that? hold. That guy calls every night. He waits on hold, never succeeds. No one knows why or what he does for that for. Uh, but again, uh, to that caller, very poor. It's time to come up with a new shtick, bro. Um, we'll keep it going here. If you want to call in, join us, 917-889-3290. You want to talk about football, call us, basketball, call us. Whatever you want to talk about, we'll fulfill your desires tonight. Uh, we do have some Premier League football tomorrow. It's Coming down to the wire, uh, one week left after tomorrow's matches. You have teams uh, jockeying for uh, possibilities to stay up. You saw today Southampton was able to stay up by beating Swansea City. Swansea, the boys, are headed down uh, to the championship. Uh, Huddersfield with a big game tomorrow. They're looking to stay up. Uh, They face Chelsea. Chelsea, obviously, a tough matchup for anyone. Huddersfield not looking good. They get Man City on Sunday, uh, who uh, are – one of the best teams the Premier League has seen in many years. So it's hard to believe Huddersfield's going to stay up. Um, so we'll see what that uh, is hitting for. If you have a comment on that, feel free to give us a call as well. Uh, let's get to the line here. Uh, caller, you're live. What's up, big man? Johnny Cash. What's up, Johnny? How you doing, buddy? Uh, nothing much. Um, 
I saw I saw your tweet a couple times, and uh, you were actually uh, talking about heading to uh, play PLO. How, how did that go for you? Oh, PLO was good. I did well. Um, pretty wild That's, game, uh, but it, it's uh, you know the blinds are, are you know decent. It's a good game, a lot of action. Uh, it's a game that moves hands a lot as far as uh, money, but I was able to do too well with it, and I, I came out with a profit. So yeah, I mean some of the players are really bad. So. And some of them don't even know how to play, it seems like. So, um, yeah, that, that, you can kind of eat that up. Yeah, that, that's my uh, that's my favorite game in, uh, in poker. And uh, you, met, you mentioned me yesterday, so definitely when you uh, come to the MGM to watch the cast play, uh, hopefully well, we can sit down at the table and play a, a little PLO. Um, they, uh, the thing at the MGM, they have uh, five cards instead of four cards. Interesting. That sounds weird. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to do that. I prefer four. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just a little adjustment, a little adjustment because you know um, you get you get a lot more odds. The the pots are pretty bigger because everybody's trying to trying to right, go for right. uh, for the big big hand. But uh, it, I like it. I like it. I mean, my thing is is when you pay PLO, um, try not to sit on the table too long because. It takes one hand just to, to lose everything. <laughs> that's that's the game yeah, of PLO. It also takes but, one uh, hand to win a lot too, you know. So I mean, I yeah, I, I, I play it. <laughs> I more or less play at home games and stuff. But yeah, no, I hear. You. Hey, by the way, on a surprise of no one, uh, the Marlins are up three nothing and they've lost uh, to the Cubs. Surprisingly, to no one there. Um, also, we have a couple other yeah. games in progress now. Uh, the White Sox have also blown a big lead. Um, they're up four. They were up four nothing. Uh, they're now down nine five. Uh, and the Pirates continue to uh, press here. Uh, I did take that. I'm also on the Detroit Tigers. I want to thank one of the listeners. Hopefully this one comes in. Plus 150, Detroit Tigers tonight against the Texas Rangers. I also have the Padres as well. That one's in progress. D-backs up 3-1 on the uh, Dodgers. Rich Hill against Zach Godley. Um, Johnny Cash, what's on your mind tonight? I um, wanted to talk to you about the NFC East and um, the the win totals of, uh, of each team. Before you, uh, before you get into your, your, your points here, why don't you say hello to Ryan, our co-host tonight? Ryan, what's going on? How you doing? Uh, Johnny Cash, I just what's got up, buddy? Yeah, I didn't hear you guys talk, so that's awesome. No, oh, hey, Johnny, I want to go down this. This guy here, he's a good friend of mine. We've uh, we're actually good friends in real life. He was uh, when I first started podcast. He was uh, he helped me do my first show like many years ago. So um, I felt Blackjack was out. Blackjack said, you know, if you want to have someone on, go ahead. And I I thought, why not have Ryan? So yeah, what's on your mind with NFC's win totals? Um, I just wanted to see what what your thoughts were and uh, and uh, in each of the the, the teams like. Uh, Billy, of course, is uh, ten and a half over. Redskins over seven. Um, I think Dallas is eight and a half, and uh, and the Giants is like uh, six and a half. No, isn't it five and yeah, a half or six I, and a half? I I think the Giants are, and, and Ron, I think you'll agree here. I, I think the Giants are going to be a much better football team this year. I mean, they had real issues last year, really at every position. I mean, you had literally. You know, Shoprite cashiers as your receivers. Um, you had little help other than Evan Engram at the tight end position. You had very little run game, um, and you know your offensive line had issues. You look at this offensive line now: Nate Shoulder to left to guard the blind side, 
Will Hernandez, who's probably the best guard in the draft. Um, you know, and you, you have a full complement of receivers now. You went out and you got, um, you know, a Cody Latimer type to kind of be your WR3. You have Beckham as your big-time receiver. Sterling Shepard's back healthy. Um, you have some guys that can maybe try to make the team and, and show you something in training camp. And then they improved defensively. They went out and got a, a pass rusher in, in B.J. Hill, dressed a linebacker position. Ryan, you would agree they're going to be a much better football team. I mean, they won three games last year. You need them to double that um, to hit the win total. I think it's at five and a half. Yeah. Um, improved, yes. Uh, here's my thing, though, Jeff. You look at their schedule, it's brutal. I mean, absolutely yeah. brutal. I mean, listen to the start of their schedule. I'm just going to go through the first half of their schedule, Jeff, and you tell me where you got two wins in here. Jaguars, Cowboys, Texans, Saints, Panthers, Eagles, Falcons, Redskins, Niners. See two wins in there? Three, mate? Do you see three wins in there? I think hypothetically, I think they could beat Jaguars. I think they could beat the 49ers. I think they could beat, um, you know, uh, you said the Panthers. Uh, you know, I, I think the Panthers are improved. I mean, they're a good football team. They go out, Cam Newton goes. Listen, they've had some good moves. They've also had some questionable moves. Like Torrey Smith, what do you got there, really? Um, uh, you're right, though. It is a tough schedule. And, you know, you really just need to double what you did last year. I think they're better than people think. I think they're a seven- or eight-win team, I think. Um, they're not going to make the playoffs, uh, John, but I, I think um, I think maybe that's worth it. Um, as far as win totals, I will say this, though. I prefer waiting on these windows just because obviously it is very early. I mean, it's only May, and what will happen is certain books will actually allow you to um, kind of play with the odds. You'll they'll give you different options. They'll give you different options, Ryan. Remember last year we were doing that, Ryan, where we, if yep. we saw it, if we were really high on a team, like let's say we were really high on the Eagles, what we would do, Johnny, is they give you an option to really like adjust it. So we'd put it up to like – let's say 11 and a half wins instead of 10 and a half and get plus 180 back. For me, if I'm going to play a future like this, a win total, which I don't generally do, but if I'm going to, I want to make sure I'm getting the most out of it possible because my money's going to sit there for seven, eight months, you know, and I just yeah. don't see the yeah. you know, plus money value to doing it. If I'm going to do it, I want to make sure I'm getting a nice price back, you know, a, a two to one. I remember last year I did the, uh, if you, if you followed me, I did the, um, Will a team go winless? And I hit that at it, you know, I think around 12 to 1. So, you know, those are the kind wow. of win total I'm looking at. Um, and that was one that I was really excited about. I had all year, and, and it, was, it was a future that, you know, I thought would be the Jets fulfilling it. But, you know, it was getting the Browns, and um, it, it was a fun future to, to hit. So, um, that's yeah. the ones that I'm, you know, taking shots with things like that as opposed to windows because – you're literally laying – let's say you like Arizona to go over five and a half. You're literally laying 140 at one unit back over the course of seven or eight months. It's just it's just not really worth it. I need to at least get something back. I'm also surprised that the AFC West, that the Chargers, is, the Chargers are leading the division in wins uh, for the win total. That, 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 that just stuck out to me. But um, but there's one there's one in college football that I, I really do like that I'm not going to wait on is I think Nebraska over five and a half with uh, Scott Frost coming on to that program I think he's going to change it and I think they're going to get at least six to eight wins. Yeah, you know that's listen I like Scott Frost he's a great offensive innovator but listen you're going into a program right now that 
you know, has a little bit of, of, of restart here. I mean, this, is, this team's been through many coaches. I mean, Ryan, you're a big, big guy. Uh, it's a team that dealt with the likes of Tommy Armstrong for a while. They have a freshman at quarterback this year. Um, it's going to take some time there. Um, and listen, I mean, this is a the Big Ten that obviously is very good. I, I have to look at their schedule. I need to see who they're adding. Let me look at their schedule quickly here. I'll tell um, you right now, Jeff. I'll tell you right now. I got their schedule up right now. Um, tough road games, really tough road games. Uh, third game of the season at Michigan, another road game at Wisconsin, another road game at Ohio State. They close at Iowa, which is a tough place to play. Um, now, granted, their home games are extremely, extremely winnable. Colorado, Troy, Purdue, Minnesota, Illinois, and then they, they, their last home game is Sparty. So uh, their home games are extremely winnable. It's going to be right there on that cusp, I feel like, with Nebraska with that number. It's going to be right around that number, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, guys. I you know, don't sleep on, you know, a, a team like, uh, you know, Troy or, or someone like that. But Purdue's improved. Obviously, uh, Northwestern's improved. We know that. They'll have Clayton Thorson back. Uh, Michigan State's always pretty good. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure about that one, Johnny. We'll get it. We'll get and look into it more towards uh, the season. Good stuff. Definitely. Thank you, uh, big man. And uh, I just wanted to say one thing too. I, I just. I, I really, really respect you. And and that that day when uh, when Gabe was was uh, was really really down. You you were there for him, and and I and, and I saw that. You know, you, you woke up and you were just worried about him and. You're just a really good guy, and I appreciate that. You know that not Thank only that you know, you know you're on the phone. Yeah, you know people out too. We all go through things, and uh, you know I don't I don't like seeing people in that state. You know I'm you know you, you got to be there for your friends. That's what a friend is. You know not not someone that you know you hang out with. You got to be that's what a true friend is. Someone that will be there for you when you need them. You know in a state of that kind of thing. So yeah, listen, he um he needed a friend at that point and. Sometimes you see someone to talk to. So, yeah, I would be there for you. I, I, like I said on the show, I would be there for anyone that needed me. I don't care if you're a bitter enemy. If you came to me and said, I generally need you right now, I'll help you out. That's just kind of how I am. Um, but I appreciate that, man. You're very kind. Thank you. And um, one thing, too, is uh, I was watching the show. Have you watched, uh, have you watched The Karate Kid? Do you like that show, <laughs> The Karate Kid, the movie? Many, many yeah, years ago. Good movie. Yeah, they they have this new thing out now called Cobra uh, Cobra Kai, and uh, it's uh, it's kind of like continuation of the Karate Kid. It's on YouTube, so I want you to check it out. It's a uh, it's a series, but it is awesome, and it goes right. It, it goes being Johnny being the good guy now, and that Rob Macchio is the protagonist in the in the show, and uh, and it's pretty funny. It was like because there's a lot of humor to it because of the, the karate kid past and stuff. But, but Johnny is the, the guy that's kind of like broke and, and uh, Ralph Macchio is like this car dealer dealership. And, the, and, the, and then the, all, like uh, his, uh, his daughter's uh, friends are like jerks and like beating up on the, on, on little kids. So, so Johnny takes these kids to, uh, to train. And it's like karate kid again. So you'll, you get a good kick of it. Cause you'll see, you'll see a lot of, uh, Things from the past, and then uh, and then then you, you actually start to like Johnny too. So that's that's pretty. Cool. Sweep the leg. So you have a chance. Sweep Watch the it. leg. Yeah, exactly. They, they they bring that up and and all that. So so you'll, you'll totally dig that uh, that series if you have a chance to watch it. 
I'll actually tell you, um, and this might be surprising to you, but when I was a kid, I actually still watch it anytime it's on. Uh, I was a big Jet Li fan when I was a kid. Uh, I um, I always enjoyed um, his stuff. Uh, he had a movie called Romeo Must Die with uh, uh, Leah. It was very good, one of my favorite yeah. movies. Uh, whenever it's on, I, I check it out. Cradle of the Grave he was in. Um, he's really, really impressive. I, uh, I'm, I'm always very interested in um, Asian culture. I think it's uh, fascinating, really. Um, every time I'm, you know, it's funny, and I don't, I don't mean to, you know, kind of, you know, kind of be lame when it comes to this, but I, Ryan, you know, I go get sushi every week, and um, I, I talk a lot of the times to um, the works there, and we talk about karate and stuff like that. I mean, he tells me like interesting things about China and different places. Um, it's a fascinating culture. I, I definitely. Um, I'm always interested to uh, hear more. But, John, good stuff, man. Always appreciate it. Definitely. I'll, D- I'll DM you that teaser so you can check it out. Okay, bud? Okay. Take it easy. Thank you. All right. Take care. Uh, Johnny uh, Cash, uh, Ryan, uh, a longtime call of the show. He uh, felt the need to tell us about the Karate Kid. Uh, very uh, insightful <laughs> information. Um, we have some calls. We'll continue with those. Um, I do want to mention that uh, the Yankees have beaten the Red Sox and um, the Glaber hour continues. Glaber Torres uh, continues to be very successful for the Yankees. That's now 15 of 16 since Glaber came up from the minor leagues. Uh, Tigers have added one on in the ninth. Uh, They're now in the bottom of the ninth, holding a seven to four lead. But as we know, Ryan, with the Tigers, uh, it's never over till it's over with that bullpen. They do have a runner on text with no out. So we'll see uh, pirates also still up nine, five Rockies up four, two out at Coors. Um, they're in the eighth, there, low scoring game, Oakland and the Astros. Oakland can't seem to figure, or Houston can't seem to figure out Ryan, Sean Manaya. Sean Manaya, the Mark Sanchez lookalike has been very good this year. Uh, <laughs> and he had that no hitter. Uh, Diamondbacks up three, one, uh, after some home runs, uh, and some big hits. AJ Pollock with a big home run, and Chris Owings with a home run. We're still scoreless, which is good. Out in San Diego, uh, it's 0-0 with one hit in that game. I need some runs out of the Padres. They're being no hit right now by Jeremy Hellickson, for God's sakes. Um, they need to buck up there. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines here. Uh, we're open for business, 917-889-3290. What do you want to talk about? Can the Sixers stay above elimination tomorrow? Um, what are you looking at on the uh, baseball card tomorrow? Any soccer interest? We'll go over it all. Uh, Hello? You're up. Oh, let me tell you. There's hey, nothing greater pain than being a Mets fan. I, uh, well, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm happy you called, and I had to ask you. I mean, you look at this outing tonight, and, and listen, I mean – I, I want to give your boy Jason Vargas a little credit. I mean, he wasn't horrible tonight, but I guess he was. Four innings, four runs. Um, but what happened with Hansel Robo? Where the hell was he off tonight? I mean, five hits, hits against the Reds? you got to be kidding me, Frank. Because Hansel Robo is the absolute worst. He is? I, I mean, he he. I mean, I want to call the Cincinnati Reds, ask them if we could throw in Honda Robles into the uh, Matt Harvey deal. Yeah, I mean, you look at this. You look at this team. I mean, Robles has an ERA over five. Jerry Blevins with an ERA over five point six. I mean, Paul Seawald's not pitched well. I mean, 
What the hell is up with this team? Well, Seawolves has only struggled recently. He had a couple of good outings before that. It, it, it's a bad team. It's a bad team. You know, they, 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 they're cheap, and they can't develop players because their minor league system is inept. Their, their scouting staff is inept. None of the players that they hype up as being good prospects ever account for anything. Dom Smith is terrible. Drafted ahead of Aaron Judge. Thank you for that one. They, they, they sell us on this Ahmed Rosario, who's absolute just a waste of space. I mean, he makes you make Ruben Tejada, and then they say, oh, he's young, he's young. Give him time, give him time. Brian Torres comes up and is tearing the damn cover off the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what's got to be really just tough to watch. But let me ask you, I mean, I mean, you have to be somewhat happy that you got rid of Matt Harvey and you got something back, but it's not like uh, Devin Mezzarocco. Devin Mezzarocco yeah, is pretty it's, shit. It's, 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 it's domestic continuing the shop. At Dollar Tree, yes. Other players go to uh, go, go to Macy's. They go to uh, they go to Lord and Taylor to find to find stars. The Mets go to looking looking for players at Dollar Tree. Yeah, no, you're you're totally right, and you know I think you know uh, you know Frank. I don't know if you're a betting man. I know you you dabble once in a while. You called this last night. You said the Mets were going to lose. You said they're going to lose tomorrow with the mound. Are you still standing by that? I, I I don't have any confidence in Wheeler Jamal. Wheeler always pitches his worst when the Mets need him the most. Yeah, no, I I I do agree. I mean, yeah, it's up to you right now. And I got to tell you, I was on the over in this game, over nine, and this fucking Mets team, man. I mean, they just couldn't do. I mean, they had in the eighth inning, they had a guy on first, nobody out, and they can't they can't. I mean, they can't do shit. Um, they were pretty well, irritating. Well, Todd Frazier's now on the table list. Todd Frazier's now on the table list. So today's lineup you had, at the bottom of the lineup you had Thomas Nito, who is incapable of getting a hit if you put it on a hitting tape. The pitcher spot. You had yeah. Jose Reyes, who does not belong anywhere near a major league baseball field anymore. You know, <laughs> they, when Reyes came up, they said he was 19. When he made his debut, he was 19. But he, But, you know... How many of these players from the Dominican Republic lie about their age? A lot. So, he's allegedly 36 years old. He's not 36. <laughs> he's 39. Yeah, he's been in the league like he's 20 years. Up. Well, he made his debut at 19. Supposedly. Yeah, they they have a lot of problems, Frank. I mean, I, I mean, you Jose know Reyes, that. Is, Jose Reyes, on a whole is a great player in the Mets history. They they should honor him one day, maybe put him in the Mets Hall of Fame. He's one of the Mets all time greats, but he is terrible now. He is awful now. He is atrocious now. He is horrendous now. What's up with David Wright nowadays? Why not bring him back? Where's he up what's he up to? Can't 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 No, I know. I'm only kidding. But I mean no, but Frank, seriously, where is where is David Wright though? I'm seriously, I'm I'm asking, I'm being honest. Like, where is he? Because he's still, according to the their his, the website, he's still on their team. Where is he? He is on the team. He's still technically on the team. He's still dealing with final stenosis. Uh, How long is he going to be on that? Like, is he ever going to come back? I mean, it's pretty amazing. No. He's just no. Okay. No. Interesting. Yeah. So there, there's a. 
There's a I waste. Mean, he I... wants to come back. He wants to come back. And the Mets, the Mets are going to give him every opportunity to come back. But every time he gets, like, close, they shut him down again. They say that he can't do uh, baseball activity for 20 for two months. I see, it, I see. This is this is a, this is a, this is a debilitating condition. This is something that just unfortunately happened, and there's nothing the Mets can do. He's got that big contract that the Mets are going to have to cash in on the insurance policy on, and uh, eventually one day they're just going to declare that uh, he's going to retire, saying that he's physically unable to perform, and he'll go into some like managerial coaching uh, position for the Mets. Sure. I mean, it's just, no, no, it's just, it's just something that happened. It's, 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 no, no, Frank, it's one of the sad stories in baseball history. I got to hear, I got to ask you before we let you go, I have two questions for you and, and quickly, uh, Frank, say hello to Ryan, our co-host today, filling in for blackjack Fletcher. Uh, he's a big fan of yours. He enjoys your tweets. So uh, oh, say hello thanks. to him. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Ryan. I... No problem. No problem. Hey, Frank, how are those so Frank, I... tonight? Yeah, oh, they're pretty good. Yeah, they look pretty good. That's that's good work, Taco Tuesday. That's strong work. I got to ask you though. You you made a comment earlier that Bobo the Chimp could manage the Yankees. Uh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> that means you don't have to. You don't have to. Man, they don't need a manager. That team is so. so you're saying you're, you're not a fan of Aaron. You're not a fan of Aaron Boone, basically. Is what you're saying. I think I don't. I don't like the fact that they hired a manager. I've been broadcast booth. When there are hundreds of coaches, hundreds of people in the minor leagues paying their dues, and they right. hire this right. guy out of the broadcast. Good point. Good point. No, you're right. He's definitely stealing that's, jobs. That's what bothered me. That's but you know, though, me. I mean, Frank. I mean, keep in mind, and, and I'm being sarcastic here. I mean, his 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 dad was a great manager back in the day, so he no, must he wasn't. be one. No, no I know. he wasn't. That's that's the common theme, though. His father was a manager, so you know, even though he was a bad one, well, maybe Brett, you know, maybe Aaron will be better. You know, that's the common ah, theme. Maybe, the- maybe, but but with this team, it's the team. It's it's, it's like uh, crediting Phil Jackson for the six championships the Chicago Bulls won. No, I, and look, Frank, I've made the comment before. I've been very stringent in making the point here. I, I think in professional sports, managers are, or and coaches are pretty overrated. I don't think if like. If the Celtics didn't have Brad Stevens, I think they'd still be up three one on the Sixers because Oh it's, no, no, no. They would. No, 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 Frank, no. Frank, listen. No, Frank, no, the Sixers no. Have, the Six, Frank, the Sixers have pissed the series away. They've had many opportunities to win games and they pissed the games away. I, I like Brad coaching. Stevens. That's sometimes He's coaching. A, right. Yeah, but, but, but what I'm what, talking about is all the injuries the Celtics have endured that somehow right, he's kept Frank, them together. He's, he's, and keep in mind Eastern Conference is really bad. They might even piss this series away. But I hear what you're saying on that. I thought that was a funny comment by you. But listen, Frank, glad you enjoyed your tacos. What's on the menu for tomorrow? Any ideas? Uh, I don't know. Maybe dirty water hot dogs. I'll see how I feel. Oh, sounds sounds appetizing. Uh, what do you think of that, Ryan? I'm in the terrible case. I'm having a terrible time at work lately with this damn trial that won't end. Oh, damn. Yeah, I know you've been working a lot. That's bullshit. Uh, they need and to I give you some breaks. To, and I want to get to, I wanted to get to the office this week, see if I could have got a day off, but that may, that may not be in the cards. I mean, I really like to visit well, the Boston office again. 
Well, listen, I'm hoping that you get a day off and we could see you in at the office because, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I, and I meant to tell you this, Frank, uh, we always do. Can you tell us that joke again about the uh, Dolphins uh, offensive line coach? Well, the Dolphins have fired their uh, coach today, but he'll still be coaching lines when he goes home. Oh, that's great. <laughs> great joke. Um, that was really, really great, great stuff when you gave that out. But, Frank, listen, man, uh, good luck. I'll be fading the Mets. Thanks. Yeah, they're going to get killed tomorrow. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Frank. See you later. Yeah. Uh, Frank Fleming, everybody. Uh, Ryan, you got to—you have to admit that was one of the best jokes ever told. You would agree, right? I mean, I, when, I, when I heard it, I laughed. Um, yeah. Just because I thought the whole—I yeah. thought the whole thing was—I thought the whole thing was kind of amusing anyway. I thought the video was kind of amusing anyway, and then Frank tells yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, also, a uh, little update here. Shout out to the Detroit Tigers, baby. Cash in plus one fifty, baby. And the Padres, losing. that sucks. Uh, but what are you going to do? Can't win them all. Uh, let's keep it going with calls. Uh, call, you're live. <laughs> Ryan, that guy literally, I'm not kidding, waited on hold for 24 minutes to do that. Wow. 24 wonder, minutes. Man, I mean, I just, I, 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 for the life of me, I don't understand people. I, I just, I. I mean, you you wait on hold for 24 minutes to to do that, which lasted what maybe half a second until you cut him off. And the I thing mean, is, like, he, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, per show, he does it about three or four different times, and he waits 20 minutes on each, and he does it every night we're on. I'm not kidding. He probably, probably waits. He's probably he's probably laughing right now. Like, <laughs> I got him. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, know, like, it, like 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 a loser. Yeah, if he would actually come to the table with something, like, funny, it, I would play it. But, like, it's just not funny, yeah. you know? It's like, right. um, let, let's, let's keep it going here. Uh, caller, Emza, what's up? Uh, hey, boys, what's going on tonight? Good, uh, just good. Listening to the listening to the program on my phone and watching the uh, NBA. And looking cool. to and, – and, and, by the way, there's a reverb that's coming back to us that is – I'm hearing the conversation after I'm talking. After like I'm listening to myself talk, and it's it really just bobulating. Okay. Is that on your end yeah, or my end? No, it's not on our end. It might it might just be your maybe your phone. I don't know. Uh, I haven't had any anyone else mention it to me, so I'm not sure. That's weird. Oh, it, it's just like. <laughs> Like you know what I'm talking about when you hear yourself like two seconds later. Yes. Gosh. Um. Anyway, uh, quickly let's get to this. Ryan, how are you? As the guest host, you're doing a fantastic job. Uh, can you any com- any comments, Ryan? Any comments so far? Any comment on what? Any comment on what? Well, anything, well, any of the exciting material has been, uh, been uh, brought forth. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a real hard time hearing him. Just because he, he's, he's talking about like the... he, he said, "How have you liked doing the show so far?" Oh no, it's it's been great. No, it's been good. It's, I always enjoy doing stuff with Jeff. I mean, like you said, we've 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 done shows a, a lot together, and you know, it's 
I always enjoy talking sports. So, the thing uh, is, yeah, um, it's, it's good. the thing that's different is that we generally would do shows next to each other. Like we would be in the same room. So it's a little different, but um, yeah, we're enjoying it. Hey, uh, boys, what, uh, tomorrow's baseball card I'm looking at. And then I want to talk a little bit about soccer, Jeff. I got a couple questions for you. But uh, okay. tomorrow I'm looking at Stratton versus Savetta, uh, San Francisco at Philadelphia. I don't I don't know what the numbers are right now, but I think that uh, is probably going to be the favorite. But I'm looking at Stratton all the way. And then one twenty. Um, and then the second game I'm looking at for tomorrow's baseball card is Washington with Geo at San Diego and Patesi again. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there and what the numbers look yeah, like. Yeah, I, I I'm a big. I'm generally a big Geo guy, but I am a big I, – I do like Luke Chazy as well. I'm on the Padres tonight. It, it's not went particularly well so far. Um, you know, really, I had a lot working for me in this game as far as the line move and the national struggle against lefties. And uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's still a lot of, of, of baseball to play. But um, I do like Geo, so I will say that I might look towards his way. But we'll see what happens with the line. I'm not a big overnight better. I usually – try to do it the uh, night, uh, the day of, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan of geo, so I might be looking towards that. And the nationals are playing some good baseball right now. They are, they are, they're, they're hitting well. And, uh, I always like looking ahead because I, I kind of figure if you're not ahead, then you're behind. And so I like being ahead. Um, soccer, Jeff, like, you want to talk some soccer? Sure. Okay. Tomorrow's card is important, but I like Thursday's card better, where Man U and West Ham. I am clearly... West Ham keeps jumping off the top. I, I look at the, the screen, and West Ham just like slams me in the face. What do you think on that game? What do you, what do you mean they slam in the face? You don't, you're not successful betting them, or...? No, I think that West Ham is the play. I I, I like okay. West Ham. I, I'm seeing Man United, and I'm going, West Ham is going to beat Man United straight up, and I'm just going to take that big plus prize. Yeah. And maybe I'm crazy, I mean, maybe not. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not, asking you I don't think it, yeah, I don't think it's crazy. I mean, you got to remember, West Ham United is the worst defensive team in the Premier League. Um, they're also not really I and mean, they're not going to go down i mean they're safe at this point um though i do like them at home i think they're you know i don't really lump them in with some of these other teams that they're a part of they still have some decent players and i've been really down on united all season i'm not a big fan of them i like the over i think there's goals in this game and if i think if you like west ham you might as well just take the over because united will score a goal i mean they're not going to go scoreless well talk to me about the the United's mental state, like they're they're always like the like the craziest freaking team alive. And I never would bet on them. I'm never gonna ever bet on Man United. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? I mean like, they're 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 way more talented than than West Ham, but they are a Jekyll and Hyde team that is very hard to figure out. I mean, you, you look some weeks. I mean, they'll beat Manchester City and come back from two down and. Then some weeks they'll lose to, to Brighton Hove Albion and, you know, West Bromwich Albion. They're a weird side. I mean, you, you look at this. I mean, this is a perfect example of them. They beat Man City 3-2. They came back from 2-0. Next game, 
they they are they're at home against West Brom. They lose. Then they and beat they Bournemouth. Right. I mean, it's just it's weird. I mean, they're just a weird team. I mean, um, they're, they're hard to figure out. And Jose Mourinho is, is a tough coach to figure out. I would look more towards goals in this game. But, yeah, I don't hate the plus money price on West Ham United. I mean, they're a football team. Yeah, they're very steep in tradition. They have a good fan base. And the problem I do have, though, is they're not happy with ownership there. They, they've been they've attacked ownership during games. Um, th- there's been a lot of bad things about them right now. But, yeah, I'm not well, in love well, with that what? game. I think – I think we'll see goals. But... One aspect, one of my questions about soccer that I was going to ask you is like with the with the movement of players and the they they they're loyal to their team as long as they're being paid by that team, but as soon as they move, they're not loyal. And and I think that kind of affects the mental state of the team. And I think Man U is is in that in that situation. Where they're, where they're a mental retard kind of a team. Kind of they're not going to win. They're just <laughs> going to let West, West Ham win. Uh, yeah, because I don't, of the I don't, player. Do you, do you yeah, understand what I'm saying? Not, not really, just because I, no one's really moved. So I, and we're at the end of the season. I mean, you, you could have a mental state of they're on the beach right now. They're not really concerned about the game. And I think that's yeah, where you okay. are with, like, okay. Leicester City. You have them. They're, they're – They've totally given up, and that's straight from the boardroom. Um, they hate the coach, and he's out there. So, you know, fading Leicester is, is a good idea. Um, but, no, I don't, I don't think Man United's in that predicament. Uh, keep in mind they do okay. have – no, they do have the, the FA Cup coming up, which, which is important. But, um, no, I, I don't think they're in that state right now. Is that an important thing, like the mental state of these teams with the movement of players? Like, you're going to – you know, this guy's going to make $100 million if he's going to leave tomorrow. Like, are you going to play the same? Is well, that no? How because does that Man, Man, Man United isn't like that. They're the biggest. They're probably money-wise one of the biggest clubs in the world. I mean, you're not going to want to leave United. I mean, they're, you want to go to United. They, they don't have that mental state. The only mental state they have is, um, you know, do we care about this game because it's the end of the season? We have nothing to play for. Um, there, okay. There's nothing that has to do with money that I would involve. Okay, so that that aspect of soccer is diminished basically than in other than in other sports basically. Then is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. Because soccer, from that perspective, it's it's fairly interesting. Is like how teams are motivated at the end of the season. Sure. No, I agree. And and Ryan, I look to you for answers on this. By the way. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't about, bet soccer. About soccer, good luck. That's that's the one sport that uh, I I defer everything to Jeff. Holt. Well, you pick the one. You pick the one sport. I don't know. Jack crap. What, 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 what's your number one? What's your number one bet tonight, Ryan? What should we be on? What's good, man? Well, I mean, Christ, it is eleven thirty, so uh, not not too uh, not too much. But I mean, if Just I'm on, if I'm on. Tomorrow. What's that? Just say Juventus tomorrow. They're playing. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Juventus. Juventus. There you go. Juventus. Yep. Absolutely. I like that play. Absolutely. I like that play. There you go. All right, boys. I got to go to sleep. I get up at five in the morning. We got uh, we got Iran and we got all this other crazy stuff that's going on in the world of finance, and uh, I got to attack that at five a.m. So we'll have fun. At uh, go get thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for your uh, time, you guys, and uh, keep it up. It's, it's a great show, and 
Jeff, I, I like the fact that you let your um, callers talk for a while and you don't cut them off. That's that's a really nice feature of your program. Yeah, no problem, man. Take it easy. Have a good night. All right, man. Good night. Take it easy, buddy. Uh, Ryan, how about that? Your proposition to do some soccer picks tonight. Do you even know? Uh, do, yeah. Do you, can you name? Uh, let's do this. Can you name five teams in the Premier League? In the Premier League, I'm, I, I'll be honest with you. I might be able to name name right, um, five teams in the Premier League. Just because, I mean, Christ, it's on so much that, and you talk about it. I think I can name some. So Manchester City and United, those are pretty easy. Um, Arsenal. Awesome. Liverpool, yes. Liverpool, yes. and I need one, and I need one more. Um, um, oh, are, oh, are these guys in the? Wait, hold on. Are these guys in the Premier League? Is Tottenham? Are they are the Hotspurs? They are T, uh, the Spurs. Okay. Yes. They so, there's, so there's five. But other yeah, than that, funny. Like, Okay, here, here, let's play a quick game, Ryan. Let, let's do this. I'm gonna give you. I don't know teams. if I can name. I don't know if I can name another. I don't know if I can name another one. But those are the, okay, four, those is, are the uh, five that I got. <laughs> okay, is um, are Salford City? Are they in the Premier League? Uh, I'll say yes. Uh, no, they're in the sixth tier, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, they're, okay. They're six uh, leagues below, lower. Then, it's then Chelsea, Chelsea's in the Premier League too, right? Chelsea, yes. Chelsea's in London, yes. They're in the Premier League. How about Burnley? Are they in the Premier League? I've heard that name before. Um, I'll say yes. They are. Good point. Uh, how about yeah, uh, How about Leeds United? No, I'll say no. They're not. Um, you actually did pretty well. I didn't think you could name five. Uh, but you did name yeah. the five biggest clubs. So, right. Uh, and that's, good and like I said, I don't know if I could name the bottom. I couldn't. I wouldn't even get close to naming the bottom five teams. I wouldn't even get close. Well, you're, it's good work by you. Um, and, and you always remember it's ever changing. Every year there's new teams because teams get relegated. Right. And yeah, uh, we got about uh, 20 minutes to go. If you want to call in, give us a call. Uh, it's Ryan and I here on the show nine one seven eight eight nine thirty two ninety. Wonder what Blackjack Fletcher's up to. I know he's out. Hanging out in Vegas. Um, by the way, the Padres are being no no hit right now. <laughs> so actually, perfect game for Jeremy Allison. So weren't, weren't uh, they could, just weren't they just no hit? Uh, the Padres, no, no, they were not just no hit. Uh, I thought, no, I thought they were. I thought they were. Yeah, they were. They were combined no hit by the Dodgers, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, in Mexico. Good call, actually. Uh, yeah, and what are you gonna do? Uh, they're not playing well in this game. Uh, Rockies have beat the Angels for two. Uh, they cash again. They're playing well right now, Colorado. Um, this uh, block number guy, back, Ryan, is back. The guy that makes the noises. <laughs> We're just going to let him. Uh, he can fuck himself. Um, so tomorrow, Ryan, I mean, what do you think happens? Do you think the Sixers get the job done or what? I'm going to say – I'm going to say they win. I am. I want to say they win. I think it's the the games have relative have been relatively close for the most part. Look, I know the Sixers won by ten um, yesterday, but um, for the most part, the game was relatively close, and and every game for that matter kind of came down to the end. So I think you you expect more that more of the same. Um, I think they get some help from you know 
the cast of characters down there, uh, whether it be Sarge again, whether it be McConnell with a lift off the bench. I think he needs to continue to see positive minutes. I think if Brett Brown limits him tomorrow after the game that he had yesterday, I, that's, I, that's a huge mistake. So, uh, but I don't yeah, think I he will. He'd get, I, he'd, he'd get absolutely lambasted if he did that. I, 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 don't, I, I, I they, can't admit. I think they win by like – I'm going to say five or six. Okay. I'm going to be on record. I think they lose. I think they lose a close game. Um, and I think it's going to be something stupid that happens. Um, we'll see. Uh, it's going to be fun, obviously. Um, you, know, you hope the Sixers can come back, but no team has ever done it. Uh, so, close, close, uh, uh, Real quick, Jeff, you were looking at the scoreboard there uh, periodically. Uh, close game at the half in uh, Golden State. Uh, Warriors only up three at the half. They were up ten. Uh, New Orleans went mm-hmm. on a quick little seven zero spurt in the span of like fifteen seconds that uh, that really narrowed the gap. So uh, close game there. Elimination. Yeah, you know. Pelicans. I said earlier that if I was going to play one of these games, I would have taken um, the Pelicans. I just think you know they are good offensively. I didn't think they'd just fall asleep and go and run away and hide here. Um, you know, Utah didn't really do that. Um, you know, they covered the number. I think the Pelicans will cover. Uh, I am on the over here. I kind of went back to that again. Um, you know, a smaller play did it last night. Um, they're halfway there. So hopefully they can keep it going. But um, Ryan, it's kind of interesting this year. The Warriors are one in nine on Tuesdays against the spread. So uh, we'll see if it goes to one in 10. Uh, pretty interesting. Um, yep. A couple stories from around the uh, world of sports, Ryan. A uh, couple of, of sad stories, really. Uh, Roberto Azuna, the closer for the Blue Jays, has been um, arrested for uh, domestic violence. Uh, according to the report, um, you know, he um, he got into a tiff with uh, a woman um, and was charged with assault. So, you know, again, one of the better, you know, kind of closers in baseball. Yet another uh, domestic violence issue here. Um, MLB's acted swiftly in this kind of thing. So uh, they're going to have to do without. Um, and, and again, um, this has been a continued problem in the uh, major leagues. Um, what else do we have uh, going on? Um, you have Mark gets arrested for to spend the day too today. Good point. Good point. Why don't you uh, talk to us about that? Yeah, uh, Mark Ingram running back for uh, the Saints who had a, a big year last year. Um, I mean, everyone remembers the, the kind of damage he did with Alvin Kamara back there in the backfield for New Orleans. Uh, he's suspended for the first four games of the 2018 season for what else? Performance-enhancing drugs. Um, maybe that's part of the reason he had the resurgent year that he had last year. Uh, who knows? But uh, he will be out on the first four games of 2018. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I mean, in the NFL, it's obviously treated a bit differently. Um, you know, in baseball, they suspend you for like a hundred games, um, and banish you and in football. It's like, Oh, well you did uh steroids. All right. Well, see you for a couple of games. Yeah. You know? Four games. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to chat with you, Ryan, about this. Cause it, Donnie and I talked about this on, um, on one of our shows, uh, this big okay. Mac guy, uh, that, uh, you know, and, and oh, yeah. this guy, if you, if you know, like super size, I know you've seen that. Yeah. You know him. Yeah. You're kidding. Well, not How like, do you know him? Sorry. I don't mean like I know him, but just like I know, know of him just because, I'll be honest, dude, Super Size Me is one of my favorite documentaries to watch. Like, it, I, I find it so fascinating. 
like so fascinating what what he did throughout those thirty days that um, I really enjoy supersizing. So so I know him from from that from that because he's on that. Yeah, he is on that, and and his name's Don Gorski, and. You know, yep. it's kind of sickening to read this article because you look at what he does, and it's kind of disgusting. I mean, keep in mind why you should know Brian Gorski. Brian Gorski basically eats a ton of Big Macs. He's ate 30,000 Big Macs in his lifetime, according to him. <laughs> um, now, Ryan, listen to this. So he buys six Big Macs on Monday. He takes yep. them home, saran wraps them, and eats them cold yep. or through a microwave Tuesday and Thursday. Yep. Then on Thursday, he goes back, buys eight more, um, and reheats them throughout the week, and he's back on Monday. Uh, just kind of a disgusting, really. The best story I ever heard was, was like, when he was starting this whole, like, Big Mac thing, um, you know, just falling in love with them. He says his favorite food is a burger. He thinks it's just a the perfect food, and he fell in love with the Big Macs when they came out, so he's, he just started eating them. You know, like you said, six, eight, ten, uh, you know, a week, and it's it is really caught on. So finally, he had a guy say, "Hey, I'll I'll bet you ten bucks, you won't eat a whopper." So he said, "All right, I'll take your bet." He went across the street, got a whopper, came back, got the ten bucks from the guy, went across the other street and bought a couple of Big Macs with the ten bucks. Dude, dude, sick, dude. Dude, so sick. Yeah, he. He really is, and you look at kind of the numbers. I mean, if you eat 14 Big Macs a week, that's 728 Big Macs annually. That's a lot of fucking calories, bro. Uh, one Big Mac like is huge. No, he's not. One Big Mac is 563 calories. Times that by the 720 Big Macs, that's 409,864 calories wow. a year. Now, keep that in mind. Times wow. that by the 30,000 Big Macs in his lifetime – He's ate 16,000, 16,890,000 calories in his lifetime. <laughs> Crazy. So basically, um, and according to the math, 1,100 Big Macs uh, per cow. So give or take, he's eaten over 27 cows. You know where he uh, proposed to his wife at? I bet you never guessed. I would imagine probably at McDonald's. You're right. McDonald's. Amazing. Um, he attributes three things to not exploding. Uh, according to him, hereditary genes. Um, he's a year Eastern European, so that makes sense. Uh, he's hyperactive and fidgety, uh, and he has great health, according to him. Um, Dude might have the most ridiculous haircut I've ever seen, though. Yeah. Um, you, no, you I, seen a picture I, of him? Yeah, he's very interesting looking, for sure. He's got like a bull haircut, basically. Um <laughs> I have to ask, and I don't mean to be disgusting here, but, I mean, it's got to be very difficult for him to go to the bathroom. I mean, I'd imagine. Not, Maybe a, I'm wrong, not at all. Not at all. Big Macs, dude. Not I mean, McDonald's, that shit, that shit goes right through you. I mean, right The thing is, you. though, but, but Ryan, you, I, I will make this clear. You do know one, one of the big reasons people get constipation is because of um, a lot of fried food. You know, they, it, it's, it, you know it's, it's very tough. Yeah. Um, I think it right. could have adverse effects. It might do one, it might do the other, but um, a pretty disgusting story. I'm obviously overweight. Many people know that. I'm the big man on campus, but I have not eaten McDonald's in years. I mean, I I, I think I've ate, I think the last time I ate it was, Brian, probably with you many years ago, and we would go to the bar at like 
you know, at 2 a.m. <laughs> we'd go to McDonald's and get like a couple burgers. Right. But yeah, it's been, right. I mean, probably six, seven years. I yeah. literally, when I even get, if I even smell McDonald's, I get a headache. Like I can't, I can't eat it. I don't eat any of that. I, I don't, the only fast food I, I say I'd eat on a regular basis and it's maybe once every six months is uh Chick-fil-A. I might Chick-fil-A. get it once in a while, but you know, my, yeah. my big thing is like, you know, bread and, and like um, pastas and stuff like that. If I'm going to eat a burger, I want it to be a good, you know, a good, a good burger, you know, and a, a one right. that that's actually real meat and stuff. But um, yeah, Don Gorski, an interesting character. Um, and hey, listen, if big, he's got good health. My, I mean, my big thing is the amount, the, the the amount of money that McDonald's is worth, and the amount of money that he's given to that company, and they gave him a damn pin for eating thirty thousand. Yeah, no, like, I they know, couldn't. I know. They couldn't give him like a trophy or like a make a statue of him or like a bust or something. You give him a fucking pin, and I don't know if you saw the pin. The pin's real like cheap looking. It looks like something like a second grader would make their mom for Mother's Day or something. Like it was really like really bad looking. I gotta say, I mean, if I'm like McDonald's, I mean, at least give this guy like free McDonald's for like six months. I mean, this is yeah. fucking lame. Well, I mean, you give him like a matter. yeah, I, right, exactly. I mean, is it really? I mean, this guy's giving you. I, I mean, I, they don't need promotion either. I mean, they're fucking McDonald's, but um, yeah. Listen, hey, listen, if its health is good, it's it's good. I mean, you know, if you have good health, you have good health. I mean, it hasn't bothered him so. I saw I something. I saw something the other day, like figuring out like how much money he, how much money he gave to McDonald's. Oh yeah, here it is. I found it. So he ate thirty thousand Big Mac. On average, a Big Mac is three ninety nine. That dude theoretically ate a hundred and nineteen thousand seven hundred dollars worth of product. That's how much money he gave yeah, to but, McDonald's. Listen, yeah, but keep in mind, I mean. Look at over the course of a year how much money you spent on food. I mean, look at people that smoke. I mean, cigarettes are what, like eight bucks a pack? Some people, you know, yeah. smoke two packs a day. Yeah. That's sixteen dollars a day times three hundred sixty five. That's that's six thousand dollars a year times let's say you smoke yeah. for for thirty years. I mean that's yeah, that's hundred and eighty grand yeah. on, on, on on cigarettes. You know, so sure. yeah, people have a lot of vices. I mean, luckily I don't have many of those. Um, one guy that enjoys vices and likes having fun is Blackjack Fletcher. Uh, he joins us now. Uh, Blackjack Fletcher, uh, how are you? I'm fantastic, brother. How are we doing? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. What's up with you? I am sitting here in the sports book at the South Point Hotel and Casino, one of Las Vegas's only two 24-hour sports books. Uh, nice. And I'm riding this uh, second half over on the Warriors and Pelicans. Good. Good. I'm on the full game over. So obviously, uh, let's keep the points coming in here, Blackjack, and everyone will be happy. Because uh, if it gets yeah, to the uh, second half over, I'll hit two twenty six and a half over. So there you uh, go. That's the name of the game. Going. And I'll, uh, I'll tell you, by the way, I'm sitting here, yes, yes, and I'm looking at this board for tomorrow, and I've got some EPL soccer, and I'm calling because I need <laughs> to know which way to go. <laughs> okay, that's uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, listen. Uh, so I, I have to get the lowdown because I'm always curious. They only allow over unders and money lines, right? Um, I'll tell you what I'm looking at. I've got Arsenal. I can bet Arsenal yeah. and Leicester. Arsenal is laying a half a goal. Looks like. Yeah, Chelsea I um, and Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea is minus two. 
Brighton and Man City. Man City is minus two and a half. And Newcastle, Tottenham, Tottenham minus two. Yeah, there's – listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm on Arsenal, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is straight from a guy that I know that played in the Premier League. He's got a lot of connections at Leicester who they're playing. Leicester is completely given up. They're, they're done with the season. They're on the beach already. They hate their manager. Arsenal well, is a side that has – Leicester has completely quit. Arsenal is a team that's really struggled on the road this year, but I think this is a real good spot for them to go on the road. Keep in mind, their Arsenal – their manager, Arsene Wenger, this is his second-to-last yeah. game. So they're going to want to, I think, take him out on a high. Uh, Leicester's a bad side. I'm definitely on Arsenal. Um, that's, that's definitely going to be a play for me. All right, all right. So I am going to put a ticket in on Arsenal and hold you personally responsible for it. That, that sounds fine. And i got to ask, I mean, <laughs> I, I've always been curious about, about the books. So the books over 24 hours. So – Let's say three, four a.m. I mean, what's on TV there? Oh, they just play like Sports Center, or yeah, it's a lot of ESPN. Like once the game, like before the game start, like even now, you know, there's not a ton of games on right now. There's, uh, you know, some ESPN, some ESPN news. There also, to be fair, is some CNN and Fox news on in the corner. Uh, so a little bit of everything. And uh, some, interesting. Uh, it looks like a vintage car show on another television. I mean, I guess they're open anyway. The casino's open anyway, so why not just have it open, you know? I will say, if you haven't been to the South Point, uh, the sports book here is very, very nice. It's a it's a great setup. It's big, roomy, a lot of big TVs here, not just like some of the casinos in Vegas. You'll get, you know, a couple of rows of small TVs. Very big, very spacious, uh, very nice here. Well, get yourself on Arsenal. Uh, have fun. You'll win. Arsenal will beat Leicester City. Uh, by the way, we talked to Frank Fleming. He is uh, obviously not happy. There's a lot of uh, and, and complaining. Yeah, I mean, I just want Frank to know that there's people out there that love him and care about him and um, are the Mets, but uh, life is still worth living. He also made me feel kind of bad. I mean, he was telling me that uh, – oh, by the way, and I don't know if we've ever done this, Blackjack, but I'm going to try to do it. Uh, we have Ryan on the line. We have you line we have me on the line rob jobs on the line and rob jobs had a bone to pick with you last night but you weren't on the air so i'm gonna try to bring rob job on let me see if i can do this yeah let's have it hey rob job i'm here i'm here all right me ryan and blackjack what's your uh what's your issue with blackjack you you mentioned last night you had a problem with him well besides him not inviting me to vegas uh, Rob Jobs, we'll start I there. have no way to contact you, my man. You're not on you Twitter. Have... You're not on social what you... media. Exactly. What are we hey. supposed to do? <laughs> my line's open 24 hours for you, buddy. Black Rob Jobs, I, I publicize all of my travel plans. <laughs> hey, I'm, I told you, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't got time to watch it. I'm always on the road. I'm at home for a couple of days right now. But so why would I he invite you? You're not a something. You're out working anyway. Hey, I'll yeah, I'll quit. Someone invites me, I'll go. Hey, you just got to give me a reason. Get on a plane and get your ass down to Vegas. I'm here. I'm here all week. Get down here. We'll have a party. There you go. Sweet. I'll go straight to South Point. I'll find you sleeping in a bench over there. <laughs> probably the same Wait. bench I slept in. You probably will. I'll be passed out. Hey, hey they are South Point. Hey, the sports book does close for one hour a day there. Just a little FYI. 
Hey, All right, so well, Flexic. I can sleep for that hour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's why they do it. So a while back, you had posted a play. Now, I don't, I don't tell nobody how to spend their money, but I just couldn't wrap my head around you liking it. It was Which Portland one? game four, and you said, I, yeah. I like Portland here. And I shook – this was, you know, before the play, I said, I can't believe Blackjack would like a team that's down 0-3 on the road. Like, yeah. they've yeah, but already checked out. Rob Job, right, I don't but think the logic was that tough. I mean, listen, I said yeah, I thought the yeah. Pelicans would win that series before it started, but I thought when you have Damian Lillard, who in my view is one of the most underrated players in the NBA, C.J. McCollum, Nurkic, that team was too good to be swept. Plain and simple, and they were catching. I think it was like eight points. So I thought Portland would have enough gumption to at least keep that game close, and, and whether Rob they wanted or not. Remember, yes, Blackjack and Rob Jeff. Keep keep in mind. I mean, and I've I said this today with these two games here. Generally, I want to take points in an elimination game. I get that they yes, checked out absolutely. and look, it didn't work work last night against Toronto. But Rob Jeff, I mean, keep in mind they only won by eight playing seven. I mean, it wasn't awful. It wasn't bad, bad or anything. I'm generally no, no, taking No, I'm saying if, if the team is, I mean, 0-3 on the road, you know, you got Philly yeah. 0-3 at home. Yeah, but, but Spurs Rob, were like 0-3 said, at home. They were kept in like eight points. I mean, that's a fair amount for a team that's got players of that quality. They should have had more fight in them. And something, yeah, right, show a little kind of class, you know. And if I recall, that game was a relatively close game. I mean, I could be wrong. Cause I think I was in Vegas for that too. Yes, I think but, they missed they missed the cover by a point or even half a point. Yeah, I think the it was Blazers a point did, or a but half a point. I just thought maybe you know you to like so. Like I said, I mean, I, like I wouldn't tell you how to spend your money, but you would you think like you would say it would be like take the home team or just lay off the game because that team is checked out once they lost the game three. But hey, how would that, that none of that matters sure? anyway, Blackjack. About a month later, Blackjack, he's still searching you out to talk about that. Wow. That? <laughs> well, I haven't talked to him since. I, ha- I had yeah, to never, know. Like, if anybody that's else a good point. had he's, said it. He's I never on the show, so we don't know, you know? <laughs> Dude, I'm, 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 all, I'm always gone. I was just in Maine three days ago. I know. Fresh I'm Kyle, just Maine. Kyle, Maine. Staring well, at uh, moose traveling through the road. Sounds fun. It was unreal. Hey, your boy, uh... It's Ryan, right? Ryan, yes. Yes, sir. Mr. Uh, Mr. Fantasy, if I'm correct. Yeah, he's pretty good <laughs> with fantasy. It, well, you know, I've seen. What does he think about? Is a team going to pick up Dez, and how much of a bum will he be? <laughs> well, you're asking possibly. You're asking possibly the biggest. Yeah, he hates Dez, Dez Bryant. He, he literally hates um, Dez Bryant. Hates there's him. not well, much to love about him. Jeff, you have to be you have no. to be real though. I mean, I, I I I've called this for some time now, saying that Dez is isn't as no, good as, as 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 you know he he thinks he is. Um, I think it's great that, that Dallas got rid of him. I would as an Eagles fan, I kind of wish they they kept him. But um, you know, it, it just shows you how stupid Dez is. He could he could have signed a multi year deal with the Ravens, um, got money, got paid. But he turns it down. He says he wants a one-year deal. He wants to bet on himself like an idiot. Um, look, the, the fact of the matter is, Dez isn't even a replica of himself anymore. He can't do the things that he used to be able to do. 
Um, someone will probably – I think he'll get picked up when. I don't know. Um, but for fantasy purposes, I'm staying far away from Des Bryant next year. Far away from him. I, I, I mean, you want to take a flyer on him in the last couple rounds, sure. But I, 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 he's not going to be on my draft board, I'll tell you that. And is Jimmy G going to be just everybody's most popular play? Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, a guy that hasn't lost a game, sure. I mean, he's obviously going to be a popular pick. Um, as far as fantasy goes, though, um, you know, it's it's interesting because you know he had some, he had a few starts with New England uh, when when Brady was hurt with three or four four games, and then he comes in with San Francisco, and uh, the the teams that he played. If you go back and look at the teams that he played. At the end of the year, weren't anything special outside of Jacksonville, where, where he put up like 39 points on Jacksonville. But the other teams he played, the defenses were nothing special. So I'm interested to see how it's going to work out for a whole 16 games with Jimmy G. The offense is still a little suspect. I could see, you know, as as I could see Dez going there, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know, Ryan, I, mean, they, I couldn't agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more about it. I, it, it it drives me insane how people have this team like penciled in as a playoff team. Like yep. it, you, you, it, you elucidated the point perfectly. Like they beat nobody in the second half when he came in. The win against Jacksonville is the best win. And if you look at the Jaguars last year, when they were either two scores up or two scores down, the Jaguars were a much different team than they were in close games. So they jumped on Jacksonville, beat the hell out of them, and the Jaguars were not a team that could come from behind. They just were not built that way. And, look, I'm not going to take anything away from the kid. He played really well. I think he's got a really nice future. But I'm sitting here in a sports book in Las Vegas looking at an over-under of nine wins for this team. And (laughs) it's crazy how everyone is hitting the over. I I think the rest of that roster, particularly on offense, is lacking in talent. It is. It is. And, and Blackjack, if you look at their if you look at their schedule for this year, I mean, they have some extremely, extremely yeah. difficult road games at Minnesota, at the Chiefs, at the Chargers, at the Packers, at the Rams, and at the Seahawks. Like, are you kidding me? They win it. They're not winning ten games. There is no way. I'm with Go you. put your money on the like under right now. <laughs> I like it. Do it, Blackjack. Do it. Do it. I might. I'm going to hit a few of these because I'm sitting here looking at this board and some of them just don't make a lot of sense. Hey, Blackjack, bonus question. What what do you what have you been drinking? What are you drinking on? Uh, right now, some uh, vodka and Sprite Zero. Nice. Hey, vodka, maybe maybe just a lime squeeze, and that's the Rob Job drink right there. Yeah, like man. I'm, uh, I'm going to definitely get back to it. I, I haven't... Uh, well, I can't say I haven't been drinking much today because I did an interview with a bar with a bar owner that I swear to you, when I say this man was Bill Walton just as a bar owner instead of a basketball announcer, I can't wait until the stuff gets released because he is one of the most eclectic, interesting individuals I've ever met, and he just plied us with free alcohol. So uh, a wildly interesting guy, but other than that, had to cut back because I am out here working. Uh, but now that's over. It's time to go nuts. <laughs> Good stuff. 
Guys, listen, <laughs> I hate to cut this little shindig short, but as you know, Blackjack, the timer's hitting me here. I got about two and a half minutes. This was fun. We should do this more often, a little foursome here on the phone. I like that. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, hello. Anytime. <laughs> Very fun. <laughs> um, All right. Stay good, safe over good there, Blackjack. Good stuff, Rob Job. See ya. Hey, thank you, guys. See ya. Later. Uh, Blackjack, uh, obviously the night has come. We ride off into the sunset. You ride off into a desert sunset out in Las Vegas. Viva the Las city in the world. Uh, enjoy yourself. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, but there's a lot of shit I wouldn't do. So uh, do your thing. Have fun. And uh, say hello to Preston. I know he's with you. I'm sure he's lurking around there somewhere. Preston, Jeff says hi. He says what's up. Let's get this over. And we'll talk Jeff to you Slaughter later. Also says what's up. Oh, hey, good, good to good, good to hear. I, I'm happy to hear Jeff's out there. By the way, uh, before we let you go, Blackjack, make sure you get on Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Oh, I'm on uh, tomorrow. Baby. I'm on them. They'll beat Lester. All right, see you, Blackjack. See you, Blackjack. Right, thanks, brother. Thanks, Ryan. Yep. Uh, Ryan, the time has come. It's been fun, man. Uh, hey, I might even come back at you tomorrow. Maybe we'll do another show of Blackjack's uh, doing his work stuff. Uh, it's been fun, man. I enjoyed all the calls tonight. Thanks to all the listeners for joining us. Uh, we'll have to do this again real soon, Ryan. Yeah, anytime, man. Anytime you need a hand, uh, you know, I'm always here to help you out. It was fun. Appreciate it, buddy. Very good. Uh, Ryan, we'll talk to you real soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been Viva La Vegas presented by the Action Network. Thanks, as always, to Southtown 101, San Antonio, Texas, for sponsoring the hotline tonight. Uh, We will see you tomorrow here on Viva La Vegas. Everyone have a great night. Bye-bye. How I wish that there were more than 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a new steel. Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.